Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Universal Studios Hollywood. Coming up next, from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is a special edition of the Diz Unplugged, celebrating the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table today by my good friends, Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hi. Tom Bell. Hey, folks. Kathy Whirling. Hi, everyone. Michael Bowling. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. Craig Williams. Hey. And back in the production nook, our producer, Dustin West, on the controls. Hello. The lovely and talented hair hopper, Rhino Clavin. <laughs> Hello. And, of course, our assistant webmaster on the Diz, Will Perry. Hello. Oh, I think, is Will's mic off? Maybe I just wasn't leaning up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. <laughs> so... We are uh, spending some time this week as we cover uh, the resorts and parks of the Disneyland Resort. We're spending some time this week talking about some things that you can do uh, off-site. We refer to it as Day 6. Five days to see Disneyland, some things to do on Day 6. And uh, today we're going to talk about Universal Studios Hollywood. Now, for those of you that have been to Universal Studios here in Orlando... Um, this is a very, very different experience. And this is the actual Universal Studios, not some satellite location. This is this is Universal Studios Hollywood. So there's a, a lot of things to see and do there that we don't have here in Orlando. And we're going to get to all of that in just a moment. But first, we have a nice little overview video of Universal that Rhino has put together for us. And here it is. Fantastic. Fantastic video. Got a look there at Universal Studios Hollywood as well as City Walk. And uh, that City Walk video, Rhino, is one of my favorites, honestly. It's Thank you. Fantastic. So uh, I've been out to uh, Universal Studios Hollywood a few times, had a chance to do some tours, some of the VIP tours, done that a couple times, spent some time at the park. <clears throat> and I absolutely love it. There's, there's, no doubt that it is it's a phenomenal park but it is very very different than the one we have here in Orlando one of the most significant differences one of the first things most people notice is it's built into the side of a mountain and I'm not being facetious when I say that it is literally built into the side of a mountain and down lower you know on the lower part of this mountain is actually where the studios are, where in the actual Universal Studios Hollywood is. That's where the, the tram tour takes you. And they have these ridiculously frightening escalators that take you from the upper levels down to down to the lower levels. But uh, I'm going to uh, turn it over to Craig in just a bit to talk about this park, especially in comparison to ours, and some of the differences that you can expect. But Michael, I want to talk to you first about some of the background and the history. Well, you might wonder what came first, the studio or the tour. And actually, they were almost simultaneous. Shortly after the studio opened by was opened by Carl Lamel, 
1915, he decided that people would like to, to have a look at the action and see how films are made. Keep in mind, films are silent in those days. So for five cents, uh, visitors could come and they would watch how a, f- a film being made, and also they would get a little um, sort of box lunch that would have uh, chicken dinner in it and and fresh fruit, because you have to remember where Universal Studios is located was still farmland. And so they, he would purchase fresh fruits and vegetables from the local farmers for these box lunches. And it proved to be very popular. And he finally, in the 1930s, he ended the tours, well, ended the people sitting in on the filming because of the advent of the talkies. And as time rolled on, in about 1962 or so, the accountant said, you know, it might be a good idea to start up a tour again. And so they started up the tours where it was partially a walking tour where you could go through. They they opened it up and you'd walk through some of the offices. You'd walk through sound stages and you'd go through dressing rooms of some of the stars. And then they started the back lot tours with what they called the glamour trams. And they would take you around on sometimes working live sets and you could still see films being made. You could see the sets of the most recent films as well as of television um, productions that were going on, things like that. And it grew over time. It proved to be wildly successful. Um, the, this, because of, as you mentioned, where the studio is located, uh, Southern California is prone to fires. Um, probably the back lot has burnt about seven times. Wow, really? And that has, many? has been rebuilt over and over again. They had a very devastating one a few years ago. That took out the... Uh, uh, the Kong... Well, it took out Kong, but uh, they also had one that took out the uh, the clock tower, the clock tower right. from Back to the Future. That whole square burnt burnt to the ground. Right. So they continuously rebuilt it. Also, over time, the backlot tour has become smaller and smaller because as they started to compete a little more with Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm, they they started to put in attractions, um, rides, and it slowly took over um, much of what had once been the back lot so and that's one of the reasons you now have to take that escalator down you used to go down in the glamour trams and there was a midway point where you got off at prop plaza and um and and there you would it would be an opportunity for lunch they would have props from recent films they would have or television shows they would have the bridge from thoroughly modern millie that you would cross and then another tram would pick you up to take you down to the lower lot and but as more restaurants opened and all that the whole upper lot pretty much became part of the theme park area and the actual tram tour was confined to the lower lot and and it slowly has become the Universal Studios that we know today, but it continues to be a working studio, and which makes it very unique, um, in you know in uh, with the other production studios in the area. Well, since we're talking somewhat about you know the backlot tour, um, I just want to mention briefly, like I said, I've, I've twice I've done the VIP tour at Universal. Uh, Hollywood. It's $300 a person. That does include your admission for the day. It also does include lunch. But it kind of takes you, you, you not only do the regular studio tour, studio lot tour, but they take you places where the studio tour does not go. 
So I've had a chance to walk into sound stages where they've been filming television shows. Uh, we've uh, I forgot the name of the one the one uh, the one show went off the air. Parenthood. Well, no, there was another one before that when I done it. Not the time we we did oh. it. The time we did it, we went onto the set. One of the sets for par- that for Parenthood, the TV show, went onto the Doctor Oz set. I think no, it was the doctors. The doctors. The, the doctors. doctors. Uh, and then you go into the prop warehouse. I mean, and it is the prop warehouse. It is where they, I mean, the salt shakers that they use in films and all the, you know, every conceivable type of prop that you might need when you're making a film is located here. And it's really awesome because they let you just kind of walk around a little bit and check things out. And uh, you also, with that VIP tour, get, uh, with your pass, you get front of the line basically express pass to all the attractions now I've done it twice and they did it differently two, uh, both times one time we spent a lot of time in the back lot doing all that stuff the other time we spent not quite so much on the back lot and he was just backdooring us into rides and that felt to me like a, a, a little bit of a waste because I can do the express pass without you I don't need yeah. you taking me in I've got this uh, so I, but I, re- I remember them taking us on a tram tour down um, Wisteria Lane, which was mm. uh, Desperate Housewives. Yeah. yeah, and you know you see that stuff, and it's like, oh my goodness! And at that point, they weren't the regular tram was not going down Wisteria Lane. Eventually, the right they did start moving the regular tram down. Wisteria, but now it's gone, I believe. Uh, no, it's still there. It we, still there? we went down Wisteria. We were there. They labeled all, like, whose house is who's okay. there, though. Yeah. And that used to be on the original tram tour. That was called Residential Street. But back then, it was the Leave it to Beaver house. It was oh, the wow. Munster house. The Leave it to Beaver house at one time was Gidget's house. From that to Sally Field's first show. Wow. And then it was also Marcus Welby's house. And then it, wow! And then and so they reused all of these homes again. When and and the reason it's for a longest time when they were filming Desperate Housewives, they didn't want the Munsters' house, which used to also be the Harper Valley PTA home. They didn't want it visible, so they had to be very careful how they were filming it. Wow! So huh. that it didn't show up. And then eventually they did use it in the show, and that was also. Munster House was also in the TV series um, Please Don't Eat the Daisies. They just kept redressing it. Wow. And all that. So some of what you mentioned for the VIP tour used to be part of the standard tour in the 60s. Oh. And then they started to add in like an, an animal actor show. And, and then they had a Western stunt show. And then it started to grow and expand. And the VIP tour also depends on what they're actually filming there for the day because I know whenever we did it we didn't get to see stuff like the actual New York Street part of the back lot and we didn't get to get out and walk around the courtyard square because they were filming stuff at the time in those areas but that's I mean Rhino and I nearly lost our minds because uh, we saw a VIP tour as we were on the studio tram tour and they're just walking right up the stairs of the courthouse taking pictures like I mean that's back to the future. I would history, lose my mind right too. It, well, it's rebuilt history because it burned to the ground yeah. a few years ago. But so that is something that if you're going out to do and you won't really want to get a unique experience, the VIP tour is something that I would recommend. And uh, but let's talk about Craig. Let's talk about the the park itself and how it compares to what we have here in Orlando. Yeah, as you said, kind of off the bat, it is 
completely different than what we have out here and you've referenced it michael referenced it it is a working studio first and foremost unlike what we have with our universal studios florida so one of the first things when you walk in they actually have a call sheet kind of looking board that says what they're currently filming around the studios that day and apparently i mean i've i've never seen a celebrity there besides the ladies from extra uh julianne margalis i think is her name i don't watch extra but julianne margalis yeah okay that's it that's what i was gonna say wow <laughs> you just butchered her name Mar- whatever she's not important to me mario lopez would have been important to me but <laughs> she's not so much uh you just never know who you're gonna see walking around because people are actually there to film uh you see it on the studio tram tour, but uh, Robert Zemeckis still has his office there. Uh, granted, he might not be doing the greatest things anymore, but he still does have an office there, and other other people do as well. And uh, you know, he may be watching. Uh, if he is, big fan. Um, <laughs> now, now can, some of your classics. Can you see these people walking around if you're not on a tour? You never know where anyone's going to be okay. going. I mean, it's generally speaking, I don't think the big celebrity is going to be walking around the theme park. Yeah part okay. of it but i think as you're going doing the tram tour and especially on the vip tour because you are taken into like you, you go into buildings that are part of the you know the administrative buildings and you see the oscars and stuff like that so it's absolutely not out of the question oh okay. um, i mean at one point um i i mean i haven't seen anybody but at one point, the Tonight Show was being filmed right there. Yeah. Oh, Jim, well, okay. Jimmy Fallon is the. Well, now he's in New York. No, well, Conan was shooting there for a while. Oh, I mean, I mean, because he's the host of the Dram Tour. Like, yeah. That's that's the time, well, right? Yeah. Well, it's NBC Universal. Okay. Yeah. So, studios is broken up into two sections: the upper lot and the lower lot. Uh, both have attractions on each level. Uh, the upper lot is kind of fun in a way that it has some of the faux sets that are seen around. So they have a New York section that's set to 1960s New York that is, uh, it's got World Fair banners all around. And if they ever needed any section to look like 1960s New York, they could come in uh, and film. And this actually happens because another area up there is their London area. And it has been in a production. Uh, the most famous one, in my opinion, is it was used as We Britain in yeah. Arrested Development. <laughs> we realized so, uh, we're in Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah, and I mean, so Ron Howard and crew from that show actually came in after Film hours there. or during hours and filmed it there. So this whole park is technically open to uh, anywhere. Did and we figure that out while we were there, too? Like, we were yeah, sitting we and Googled just it. staring? Yeah, we're, we, we were, like, in the cafeteria eating, and we were just staring at the set, and I'm like, it looks so familiar. Like, Yeah, and, and then we, we looked, looked it up, up yeah. and it was right. And then they do also have a French section there uh, that has... I know it does have uh, Moulin Rouge, and Jenny Lynn had to ask if it was actually the Moulin Rouge from the movie or not, and we had to break her heart and let her down. I'm pretty no, sure that was all CG. <laughs> but... So that's kind of a big overview of the upper lot. As far as things that you can do up there besides just walk around, uh, the Studio Tram Tour is the upper lot staple. That's where you're going to see a lot of the classic Universal things that you think of whenever you think of Universal, like Jaws is still there. Not Nothing on our level of Jaws. It's not the same you would get on the boat and ride around you're still on the tour yeah, right, well tram. that was the thing I love about the, the that tram tour is that you know um, uh, the, the Jaws you know out here we had Jaws as a separate attraction 
you drove through the Jaws set, basically, this Jaws area, and experienced like the shark coming up, as you saw in the video that we just played. It terrified me. I dropped but my camera when also, I was filming it. Also with, uh, with Kong. Um, you know, that's part of that, that's part of that yep. tour, too, now. Um, you drive through this, you know, tunnel. It's, you know, it's all screens and 3D glasses, and it's very intense and very cool. And I know Jenny Lynn was terrified. I was terrified again. Yeah, well, I was terrifi- terrified a few times on this tour, but that was great. Yeah, that's how Universal Studios Florida was built, because they had all these little small experiences on the Studio Tram Tour, that then they took it over to Florida, and now you Built have it out. full attraction life-size versions of it. So that's why opening day we had a earthquake ride, which is now disaster. And I mean that's still on the tram tour. We had Kong. Now they have Kongfrontation, uh, or Kong 360, whatever the actual official title is for it. Um, other things you can see on the Studio Tram Tour: uh, Bates Motel. That was that was a lot of fun because the guy comes oh, out I with a Norman the comes out house. with the knife yes. at, at the oh. tram. Eddie was carried a body and put it in the trunk, and that was yeah. so cool. And then opening up this June, you're going to be able to see uh, Fast and Furious Supercharged, which is just supposed to be absolutely massive. And I can't wait to get back out there and see it. And part of the reason why they're adding it is because they are declaring this as the 50th anniversary of the Studio Tram Tour. So. Universal gets to celebrate something this year, too, along with Disney, which is nice, I guess. But that is definitely the highlight of the upper lot. But other big But what about Simpsons? I mean, Simpsons on the upper lot, too. Yeah, Simpsons, you have the same uh, Simpsons simulator, uh, the Simpsons ride out here. They just recently opened up their Springfield this week as of recording this. And we don't have any pictures because we still had construction walls up while we were there. But oh my God, what they well, did! We could see, looks yeah, amazing. You could see a little. You could see it in the video. Like you could see the high school. Yeah. They have a power plant. Yeah. Just ours. We have such a large Springfield back here in terms of length and a lot of room to work with. And one of the big things about Universal Studios Hollywood is it is a small, compact area. I mean, it is very tight. There's not a lot of room to work with because they are on the side of a freaking mountain. Right. And but what they do with their what with what little room they have is so impressive and their Springfield is just from what I've seen in pictures online, it's blowing me away. It is so much better than the one that we have out here and I love ours out I here. I love I love ours. But one of the big additions that they put in also after we opened up the Despicable Me Minion Mayhem attraction, they decided to one up themselves uh, one up themselves in Florida, build one out in Hollywood but they made it its own land, in a sense. And so they still have Gru's house like we have. But then they also include Miss, Had- Miss Hattie's School for the Girls, the orphanage from the movie. And then also Super Silly Funland with the Minions. Which and is a whole water area for children. And they just r- they run throughout this entire area just soaked. All these little soaked yeah. children. And you, you talked about it. Be, you know, it's in the side of the mountain. So this is one of the areas that I just was breathtaking because this super silly fun land, but we can't see, but right behind that last ride, just the entire state of California. Yep. It's just, it mm-hmm. was breathtaking. Yeah, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. view. And super silly fun land is actually built on top of one of the parking, parking structures. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Which just yes, seems ridiculous, but it's just right there on top of it. Smart use um, of your space. Oh yeah, no, they're brilliant. And 
Uh, also up there, as you saw in Rhino's video, if you did watch it, uh, the Waterworld stunt show, something that they push no matter where you are in the park. If you're walking around, go see the Waterworld stunt show. And I will, I will say the stunt show is far better than the movie it was based on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Waterworld was not a great movie, but the stunt show is really very entertaining, and it always fills up. It's always a full stadium. Uh, and it's a big stadium too. It holds a lot. Oh yeah, it, it holds a it. lot of people. You'll and get it is, soaked too. <laughs> it is such a cult experience. I mean, the people who go and watch it, they are just fanatics about it. But <laughs> to each their own. Uh, it's worth checking out at least once. And pay attention and to typical, where you sit. And in typical Hollywood fashion, the headshots of all the people who play yeah. yep. <laughs> in the stunt show are all there with their names. So. They announce it at the end, too. Like That's where the, yeah. the ego is there. And, they're like. and it, there are other stuff on top of the upper lot, places to eat. Nothing really. And they did have a Pink's inside on the upper lot, which was recently just taken out, which oh, really? is really sad. Oh, but oh. they still have a location in City Walk, so you can still get your famous Hollywood hot dogs. Uh, but other things up there is Animal Actors, the special effects stage, Shrek. But we already kind of talked about... Sorry, one more? Oh, no, I was just going to say, going back to the tram tour real quick, in addition to the Fast and the Furious that they're adding, they're also starting nighttime tours Yep. for the first time. Oh, really? With... Uh, I think they're going to have live actors plus yes. lighting effects, special effects. Oh, and it'll wow, be that'd diff- be cool. Yeah, complete different experience from no, what you'll look just going to have to go back out there and cover it. Yeah, they've been oh, working no. on the backlot sets, restoring a lot of them, but also adding in the lighting at the same time. Oh, that's cool. Um, back to the Future, I think, is going to be represented. <gasps> yeah, that's that's one of the big oh, rumors for it. Clutching the pearls for this one. Pearls have been clutched <laughs> in the production nook. Um. All right, so let's go down to the bottom, uh, the bottom rung, so to speak. I would call this the thrill seekers part of the park. Mm-hmm. That's easy, the easiest way to describe it because after you take the, uh, the, I believe it's the Skyway, Starway, the Starway. Sorry, uh, after you take down seventeen escalators and <laughs> drop and a I, total of four hundred feet. It's not just seventeen escalators, but they're escalators that are on like a, a ninety degree angle, yeah. going straight down a mountain. And I have to like I have, I can get I can get like almost a case of vertigo going down certain escalators. It happens to me in London, going into the tube, because they put like the black and white tiles on the walls, yeah. so it's kind of disorienting. And then it's like that picture of the cat. You don't know if it's going up the steps or down the steps. It's crazy. Is it like the escalator at the San Diego Zoo that we did that seemed like it went on forever? Yeah, you remember that it's one. It's yeah. pretty treacherous to the point that you become very aware of what the people around you are doing. So we were going up at one point, and there were there was a family a few steps up from us with children that were being a little bit on the rambunctious side, and I just kept having flashes, visions of bowling of, for tourists. Yes, yeah. of the children like wow. losing their footing and falling down the escalator and That's taking when you everyone step aside. out. That's yeah, when you step aside. I was that was my fear. I, gonna, well, first of all, I don't want them to get hurt, but then also just taking everyone else out as they fall down. Wow. And then you go down this escalator and you're like, okay, that, okay, okay, I made it. And then there's another one. You know, so it's, it's, it's a little bit harrowing, but you know, you mentioned that the, the bottom, the bottom level is the thrill seekers area, but it occurs to me, there is one thing missing at universal Hollywood that exists in abundance here in Orlando. And those are roller coasters. Yeah, there are no roller coasters. One roller there coaster. is the Revenge of the Mummy. Yeah. Uh, it's not a roller coaster. Uh, no, Al- 
ours is, I would say, is more dark ride than roller coaster. It does have those roller coaster aspects. Revenge of the Mummy out in Hollywood, completely different. And I would actually consider that a roller coaster. Kind of reminds opinion. me of rock and roller coaster. Oh, it's yeah. almost it's almost a semantic difference, though. Um, yeah. I know what you mean. There's no none of those big no like, rip ride rocket, type no no Hulk, no uh, Dragon Challenge. Yeah. Um, things like that, but they, they they don't do. It's not what they have out there. For a big drop, though, they do have Jurassic Park, yep. which does have that massive drop, and is once again different from the Universal mm-hmm. Studios Florida version. Mm-hmm. So a different experience out there than you would get here, which is very very nice to have. Um, one thing else that's down there is Transformers, but that is a complete replica. I mean, that's. I mean, even the queue that's is their the same cutter line. Yeah, so. Uh, and then the final thing down there that's worth seeing is the NBC Universal experience, which is kind of a prop museum mm-hmm. that anyone oh, yeah. can go and look at. And that's where they have the hero DeLorean oh, from yeah. Back to the Future on massive display. And uh, along with other stuff from recent movies. And right now, because of the 50th anniversary of the Tram Tour, they have like an E.T. animatronic that's in the window from their old E.T. that Revenge of the Mummy took over. And just a lot of really cool things in there. Do they still have backdraft? Are they still doing that? No. No, no that's long they had, gone. <laughs> they had they had no, it's not that long gone because it was a few years ago when I saw it. I'd say over um, 5 now. No. No. It's been it's been sooner than that, I think. But what, whatever, they had a an attraction dedicated to backdraft and it's like having a remains of the day attraction. <laughs> From, I know I think it was on the area where Transformers is. To go with your Remains of the Day lunchbox. Yeah. Christopher Guest reference. See who gets that. Did you get that? Yeah. Rhino? Okay. I love Christopher Guest. Yeah. Okay. In general, that is Universal Studios Hollywood. Right now, the upper lot is definitely very, very congested, though, because they have, well, one section... We don't know what's going in there yet, or at least I don't, right. from my sources. Another section that we absolutely know what's going in <laughs> is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter of the West. And uh, <laughs> the West. an old Western of the West. Well, that's kind Potter. of what it's going. How did you... the, the official title of it. And so they're doing the Hogsmeade section with uh, their Hogwarts castle and Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. And a little bit of changes I hear are happening out there that we don't have back in our side just minor minor things that are more based on what they did mm. out in Japan whenever they cloned the wizarding world out there but i'm we'll sure there whenever will, it comes i'm sure there'll be a few like layout changes that go along yeah. with the space that they're working in but um, in terms of the attraction are there, are there changes in terms of the actual attraction itself from what i'm hearing yes okay uh, there will be minor there will be minor but potentially major differences minor but potentially major <laughs> did they have a date for this open <laughs> by the fair. way I think they said two more years, one more year. Oh, I don't no, know. That's a big uh, Rumor is spring break of next year. Okay. okay. It's coming. Yeah. But that, in a nutshell, is Universal Studios Hollywood. So let's. Be- talk- I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I was because they made changes, real quick, they made changes to their annual pass program yeah. and ending it in March, and that's the rumor that is why. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would make sense. So let's just talk about cost in terms of. A universal Hollywood um, pr- uh, gate price for a one-day ticket is ninety-five dollars, but online you can get that for eighty-five through Universal's website. As I said, the VIP experience is two hundred ninety-nine dollars. 
Um, a front of the line ticket for the day is 149. They don't do it the way we do it out here, which is depending on the day, the price changes depending on. I don't think that's true because I paid different prices. Okay, because I'm looking at it right here and it's saying 149. Normally 159. Okay. It, that's if you buy the front of the line ticket. Your okay. day ticket. Okay. If you oh, that is a add on oh, Express. I see. Okay. I yeah. see. If you okay. add on Express Pass, their front of the line pass to like our, you and I both have mm-hmm. annual passes. That can fluctuate. Okay. Got it. But if you buy the ticket, it's always a flat price. Gotcha. I see. Okay. okay. Uh, the two day ticket uh, is one nineteen. So that's not bad. No. You know, when you figure about sixty dollars a day, and, and absolutely, if you can, if you can get two days at Universal, take it. Um. Because if you really want to kind of see all of it and really... Yep. And depending on what time of the year you're at, you might fall into the uh, buy a day, get an annual pass promotion. Their base annual pass that has blockout dates. Right. And doesn't cover the cost of parking and stuff. But, you know, it, that could still end up being a deal that brings you back in the future. Just talking about, you know, if, you, if you're thinking about uh, how, to, how to spend those two days at Universal Hollywood and you get a two-day ticket, you could definitely do one day in the theme park and do your second day as the VIP tour. Or, you know, yeah. you know that's a good way to spend two days at that, at that theme park. And really get to see everything. Yeah. So. And one last thing to mention in terms of the parks. They, like uh, Universal Studios Florida, also have special events, uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Not the same exact houses that you'll see out here. Very different. And I was extremely impressed with Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, Hollywood's Halloween Horror Nights. I, I thought it was incredible and amazing. And then they also do a Grinchmas, which, just like ours, it's included with the price of the ticket, whereas Halloween right. Horror Nights is a hard ticket event. Correct. Uh, but that's it in terms of those two. Those are the only things they have for special events. Well, let's uh, talk a little bit briefly about City Walk. Uh, this is where they blow us out of the water. Oh, uh, yeah. Their City Walk in Hollywood is phenomenal. And it is, in my opinion, so much better yeah. than the City Walk. We, I mean, I like our City Walk here, but it's just nothing compared to, compared to theirs. Our City Walk has turned into more or less a dining experience type of area of Universal whereas from everything I understand in Hollywood their city walk is big with locals that will come over because they can eat there's an Abercrombie and Fitch there that they can go shop at along with a ton of stuff of course they're still going to have touristy uh, shops that you can buy your standard $5 California t-shirt are you making fun of me right now a little bit (laughs) I Uh, bought a $5 California (laughs) t-shirt but just whatever you can think of most big chain restaurants that you see in touristy areas are there. So you'll have your Bubba Gumps and uh, even other random ones. Like I can't... Oh, Buca de Beppo. Johnny, Rock, the Johnny, Johnny Rockets. Rockets. I love Buca. Pinks. Uh, my Pink's Hollywood <laughs> staple. They just got rid of the one famous burger place that was up there. Why do you explain what Pink's is for people who don't know? Pink's is a hot dog shop on crack because they don't have just <laughs> hot dogs, but they've got different types of sausages and they will basically throw whatever random toppings they have in the back on them and it's a hugely popular stand in hollywood it's kind of like that in and out burger type of place that you hear celebrities after big events they will 
They put their uh, photos After starving themselves for days, they will go and pig out. Isn't it one of those restaurants where, like, the uh, the uh, the different hot dogs are named after celebrities? Yes. Yeah, there's, like, okay. the Betty White. Yep. Yeah. That's just a plain it's old just, hot yeah, dog. Yeah, it's just a hot dog. <laughs> which is what you would want from it. Uh, so one of my favorite places to eat there, too, is the Carl Strauss Brewery. So we talk about that a lot at Disneyland because they have the Carl Strauss beer trucks in places. Right. And then they have a full brewery out there. Uh, really, if you can't find a place to eat at City Walk, you must not be looking uh, because there's one right in front of you no matter where you go. Shopping. I believe there's all a the Capitol place. Grill there as well. Um, either Capitol Grill or McCormick and Schmicks. I forgot which one it was, but I know I've had I've had steak there. I, th- I want to say I think it was McCormick and Schmick because I thought I remember reading that sign and I was thinking about um, Boston. And, and I remember thinking, like, I didn't know they were out here. Really good. It was really good when I was there. there there's a ton. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, shopping. No matter whatever you need shopping, there. Yeah, yeah. There's there's something for everyone there. There's some. Uh, there's an AMC theater. There's a Hard Rock Cafe there that will put on shows. Uh, not as big as our Hard Rock Cafe, but it's it's hard to get bigger than our Hard Rock Cafe <laughs> since it's the biggest one in it's existence. The, well, it's designed after a coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's a five thousand seat venue that we have yeah. here. Um, so that's a, that's a large yeah, venue. And then you'll have uh, you'll have a lot of street performers around doing their thing: uh, violinists, guitar players, singer songwriters. It's just their city walk never ends. You just keep walking and walking and walking and walking. It's and much walking. bigger than ours. Yeah, it's just on another scale. And I understand it from that point. As if it is a locals' place to go. It needs to be like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, their city walk is just something you can't even really describe. You have to be there to understand the level of how massive it is. It is. And, you know, it's just a, it's a great area. Again, very different experience from Disneyland. Very different experience from Universal Studios here in Orlando. Now, it is also a, a bit of a distance from Disneyland. It's a solid hour um, drive. Yeah, some of the date six uh, places we've talked about, you can get to by using public transportation. You can here, but it's cost and time. You want to rent a car. Rent a car. For this, you want to rent a car, yeah. and, uh, and expect LA traffic. I expect LA. But traffic. driving there, you get to see the Hollywood sign. You and, do. You know, so there's some stuff uh, to do. It's on a the way. lovely little experience driving there. You get to see a well, lot I think of cool lovely. Things, maybe overselling it a bit. No, I, I enjoy. I enjoy driving in LA. <laughs> I get a rush out of it. Uh, but you get you get to see a lot along the way. Not if you're driving, because well, you need to keep your eye on the road at all times. <laughs> that helps. That's Safety my first. PSA for the day. So, um, in addition. Up. To the YouTube videos, I just want to mention that these guys took a bunch of photos while they were out there, so they'll have those, or we'll have those Sorry. up on the website. Make sure you check those out. Oh yeah, we'll have everything up with all of this. Oh yeah, better. But now it's better. You better will. <laughs> just Universal City with Universal Studios, Hollywood, and City Walk is a complete different experience yeah. than anything you'll see out here. It's different, but if you go in with an open mind and appreciate it for the differences. I, I think it's easily worth driving over on a day six to see it. Awesome. All right. Well, that is going to do it for our overview of Universal Studios Hollywood. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, go to Disneyland and Universal, Hollywood, and all the other places. That's very fun. Maybe like... Maybe like